Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 743-17 till 8. Tommy Tucker, WWL, joined by Colonel Jeff McCausland, CBS military analyst. Three troops from Georgia. U.S. troops killed by that drone strike at the uh, U.S. base in Jordan. Good morning, Colonel. How are you? Tommy, I'm doing well, but it's really a very, very sad day. It is. And, you know, I was listening to one of the moms of the uh, one of the, the, the soldiers that were killed, and I can only imagine. How, I don't know how parents do it. I honestly don't. And I'm no, I, I know parents that have had children deployed in Iraq back in the day when it was— um, when the war was going on there, and I don't know how she lived, I honestly don't, because it, it's a. It, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say, in my clumsy way, Colonel, is that the military families um, they pay a price as well, just in terms of everyday worry about the, the the safety and sacrifices that their grown adult children are making. You know, Tom. At one time, I said to, in the front of a group with my mother present that my mother had gone through World War II with my father in the Merchant Marine, and his ship ship was sunk, and he was. Missing in action at the same time, her brother was shot down in a bomber in the Pacific and survived after being badly wounded. In 1950, her younger brother was at Chosin Reservoir in Korea. He was wounded three times before he was evacuated. In 1968, my brother went to Vietnam just before the Tet Offensive. And in 1990, I went to the Gulf for the Gulf War. So my mother went through it five times. I can't imagine. I just can't. Because, you know, Colonel, with your kids, you never know. Like, you know, mine lives out of town, as does yours. And you, you you don't know. You wonder where they are. Sometimes you check the phone to sure. see where they are. But in this case, it's just it's tragic. Let, let's try to go through this and see exactly what happened. I, I, as I understand it, a U.S. drone came back. And then this drone was on uh, several minutes later. And as a result of that, the, the the act the forces the things that would have the defense uh, things were turned off take me through it yeah it appears that was the case the u.s surveillance room more likely was coming back to this base called tower 22 in jordan now i think it's important to understand the geography here tower 22 is in the very northeastern corner of jordan right at the nexus of the borders of iraq syria and jordan logistical intel base training base for the support of U.S. military and allied operations still ongoing in Syria and Iraq against uh, any remnants of ISIS. That's why they're all there. So this is, the U.S. drone was returning probably from a surveillance flight, and at the same time, the suicide drone was coming in. So the air defense networks were turned off to allow the friendly drone to return. Therefore, they were not up when the suicide drone passed and struck the sleeping quarters, sadly killing these three U.S. service members. That could have been just luck on the part of the attackers. They uh, also had conducted a couple of drone strikes 
at bases in Syria at about the same time those particular drones were shot down, so they could have just got lucky. They might have been monitoring that particular base and knew that they flew drones at about that time and decided they'd piggyback on the one when it came back. <clears throat> they may have figured out some way technologically to electronically get the, the defenses to shut down for a few seconds to allow the drone to pass. Unclear, but Central Command is already uh, beginning an investigation to find out what exactly transpired. And what does because it mean going forward, Colonel? That's my concern, because if, if they, uh, by serendipity, discovered a weakness, then they're certainly going to exploit that. And can the United States do something in the interim to, while all the investigations are going on to make sure it doesn't happen again? Well, that's exactly the point. I would say they're going to conduct an investigation and obviously conclude that as quickly as they can to ascertain what did happen. Mm-hmm. And then, if you will, alter our defenses, make sure it doesn't happen again. So when it comes to, you know, the Iran-backed militia, regional resistance factions, Iran is saying, I don't think the government's taken responsibility. Do we know who no. did this? Well, we believe it's a group called Qatab Hezbollah, often called, called AKH. This is an Iraqi um, Shiite militia group backed by Iran. I think it's important to differentiate between backed by Iran and directed by Iran. Backed by Iran, meaning they're provided resources by the Iranians, money, Weapons was this drone perhaps manufactured in Iraq or in Iran? That's possible, or the munitions on board. That doesn't mean they're necessarily directed by Iran. That meaning uh, it's unclear to me that, that Iran necessarily said attack this base at this time and kill as many Americans as you can. So that sort of differentiation is an important one. I'm sure one thing that U.S. intel is trying to do right now is first of all make sure we have identified exactly which group conducted the attack likely KH, and then look at the targets that you're going to hit in response to that, and also look for that smoking gun that connects Qatab Hezbollah more closely with Iran in terms of the planning and execution of this particular attack. Um, they certainly aren't giving them, when you look at the difference between backed by and directed by, I'm thinking, well, they certainly aren't supplying these, what are we calling them, militias, factions? Militia groups, yeah. Militia groups. They, they aren't giving them to them just to collect, right? I mean, they, they do have a reason oh, for no. giving them to these groups. So uh, how do you really determine directed by as opposed to a direct order? I mean, the, the, it's implied what they want them to do, right? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, but you could say metaphorically, and this is how it's looked at, in the, frankly, in the global south, the United States provides ordinance and assistance to to Israel prior to this particular conflict. Mm-hmm. And since mm-hmm. we're not necessarily directing what particular places, nor are we supporting the, the level of the attacks and the kind of attacks in many ways the Israelis are conducting in the Gaza Strip. I get it. Um, so when I think of the militia group, uh, for whatever reason, I think of, you know, loosely disorganized guys, about five of them crammed in the back of an old Toyota pickup truck. And I'm not trying to be stereotypical or, or make right. fun of this at all. I'm just saying that's that's what pops to mind. But apparently there's a level of organization here. And oh, yeah. and when it comes to resources, I mean, these are these are expensive items that you're talking about with drones and and rockets and missiles, et cetera. Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. No, exactly right. And Katab Hitzvallah has been around for a number of years. In fact, one of the reasons they may well conduct this attack is they, they were very, very closely aligned with good old General Soleimani. If you may remember, mm-hmm. General Soleimani, an Iranian general in command of the of the Quds Force of the IRGC, who was killed uh, by a U.S. Uh, drone, quite frankly, at Baghdad International Airport. But one of the people uh, at the airport that night to welcome Soleimani to Baghdad was the Iraqi head of Qatab Hizbollah. And uh, as a consequence, many people thought that uh, – Suleimani, in many ways, was a leading figure in Qatar, Hezbollah. So they could look upon this as, if you will, revenge. They have their own agenda. Certainly conducting these attacks, you know, enhances their brand across the region, attracts resources from other sources across the region beyond the Iranians, attracts recruits, enhances their reputation. And obviously one of their goals, uh, which they are very outspoken about, is not only to you know, brand the United States as an oppressor for its support of Israel and the Gaza Strip and all that kind of stuff, but at the same time also to cause and force the United States to pull its forces out of Iraq and out of Syria. And ironically, as these attacks have been ongoing, now over 160 had occurred prior to this one in Iraq and Syria, we've actually begun negotiations with the Iraqis on a timeline that I think will eventually result in a full withdrawal of U.S. forces from Iraq, and that has been a long-standing goal, not only of Qatar, Hezbollah, but also of the Iranians. So what do we do now? What can the United States do? Um, uh, if we find out it was either, it, first of all, I guess we have found if it was backed by or directed by, what do we sure. do in either in either instance? What options do we have? Well, the options range, I think, in intensity and in geography. What By intensity, I mean, you know, <clears throat> how many aircraft, how many targets, how many days do you do an air campaign or one single over a short period of time, series of attacks will be one measure of our response. Secondly, it will be geography. Where do you actually strike? This particular target, uh, Tower 22, was actually in Jordan. We believe the attack emanated from the Syrian side of the border. Do you attack targets in Syria? Because these groups move around. Now, that would be the least provocative because one of your goals here is try to avoid touching off a major war that might stretch from the Mediterranean all the way to to Iran, because that area of northeastern Syria is controlled by Kurdish groups, Syrian Kurdish groups that actually the United States supports. Or you could strike Qatab Hezbollah in Iraq, where they have a lot of their their forces. That's a bit more provocative and strange relations we have with the Iraqis right now, <clears throat> which are already strained 
because we've conducted previous airstrikes in response to these attacks, <clears throat> not notified the Iraqis in advance, and they have complained this is a violation of their sovereignty. Or you could do as a number of Republican senators have recommended, and that is do a major attack against Iran itself. Obviously, uh, that would be the most provocative. Iranians could respond by, you know, expanding the attacks by the various groups they support all across the region, providing them more and more weaponry to do so. They could respond by their own long-range missile systems, which they have. They did a missile strike just a week or so ago, which they struck targets in Syria and Pakistan. They could try to shut down the Straits of Hormuz, which they have the capability to do for at least a time, and drive the price of oil off the charts. Uh, and that, that would possibly lead to that major war that I mentioned before. So those are the options you have, um, and you're trying to do is do a response that destroys, if not reduces, the capability of these particular groups, deters them from future attacks, while not hopefully creating that conditions that cause for a major regional conflict. We only have a minute here. What's the, what's the deal with Iran and their nuclear capabilities? Well, there's still uh, ongoing reports that the Iranians are um, – continuing their nuclear program. They're continuing to refine plutonium um, towards uh, the 90% level. uh, We believe they're at the refined level about 60% of plutonium, which is far in excess of what you need for commercial activities. That's not that hard. Physicists tell me to move from 60 to 90%, but there have been no evidence that they've gone to that level of weapons-grade plutonium, number one. Number two, I think the most interesting thing is their demonstration of their long-range missile systems, this missile-like mentioned before that they launched against a, a group in Idlib in Syria in response to uh, domestic terrorism in, in, in uh, Iran itself, I think was a demonstration of their capabilities to make sure the United States and, and Israel understood they had that kind of long-range new missile, but frankly also was demonstrating it to potential clients around the world that might, might want to buy one. So their vast improvements in their missile system, they have not conducted any tests, and I still believe even though they're seem bent on moving in the direction of nuclear weapon. It's unclear to me that they've made the decision to move across that threshold. Some argue they just want to move close enough to the point where they could get a warhead quickly, but not be provocative enough to cross that threshold. Obviously, that's you can argue that particular point uh, uh, either way. And then last but not least, it's one thing to create a nuclear device. It's another thing to miniaturize it, create a warhead, and do all the things necessary for that to survive launch and re-entry. Unclear to me yet that the Iranians have that kind of capability. But they still, if they think pressed it, could obviously achieve that probably in a year or so uh, with some effort. Thank you, Colonel. Appreciate your time as always. Colonel Jeff McCausland, CBS military analyst, taking a break, 756 traffic, WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.